What up, y'all? What up, y'all? It's your boys, Eli, Mike, and Reg. And yes, we are back with our episode of 94 Feet. I want to say it's the first one of the season, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, say what up to the people, y'all. What's up, y'all? Blessings. What's going on? What's going on? Greetings. Greetings. Yes. Yes. Uh, going for a minute, we're back. And uh, hopefully, you guys notice we do sound a little different. We got a little more professional with the setup so we could give y'all the best content possible. And let's get to it. Let's That's get great. to it. The season. This season has been <laughs> crazy. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's probably one of the more craziest seasons in the past years than we've experienced. We got... Utah blew up their whole roster and they actually look like they're going to win the championship. <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, has the most points from a guard since uh, Devin Booker and then since Kobe Bryant. And he actually got a double-double. Oh, double he has the it. most points since Kobe Bryant. He passed Devin Booker. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, he got 71. That's crazy. Sorry, D-Book. Yep, most points as a guard uh, and a guard since Kobe Bryant. And he got it with a double-double. Crazy. Um, and AD gave us five minutes of fame <laughs> before dropping back to the Anthony Davis we know and love, man. I don't know. This this season's been crazy. Huh? Give, give me some give me some takes, yeah. What they haven't heard from us. We got to give them some juice about the season, right? Yeah, you know where I'm going. Anybody that knows me, I'm going straight there first. Shout out to my Knicks guys. We got um, I believe a, a All Star point guard in Jalen Brunson. He's not gonna start in the All Star game, but I do believe that the coaches will vote him in. I feel like him being the primary ball handler is helping Julius Randle. Uh, I like him better as a finisher. Your than... biggest takeaway is the Knicks being the sixth seed? I'm sorry? Your biggest takeaway is the Knicks being the sixth seed? Yes. Only because... That's nasty. Only, <laughs> only because... Only because I like I like growth. I like I like the direction that we're heading in. As, I'm talking as a fan. As a fan, I like the direction that we're going in. People said that we overachieved two seasons ago when we were the fourth seed and lost in five games to Atlanta. They were right. <laughs> and relax, last year we didn't make the playoffs. It was proven correct. Relax, relax. <laughs> relax. So I like the addition of um, Jalen Brunson. I like the direction the Knicks is going. So that's my biggest takeaway so far. Coming from a Knicks fan, yeah. That's, that's why I'm heading out first. You can smile all you want, Reggie. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah, bro. Orange biggest... and blue sky. <laughs> Straight nasty. Um... <laughs> My biggest takeaway is Nikola Jokic not only is going to win a third straight MVP, oh boy, but the Denver Nuggets, there's no reason that they should not win the championship. Bro, talk to him. Preach. Like, am I going to bet it? No, because I'm rocking with Golden State, so someone got to take them out. I got to see it happen. That's fair. That's I have fair. to see it happen. Those are my guys. I, pick, I picked them last year when no one else did. I'm not going to jump off the ship, but... There is no reason Jokic should not be able to get it done. Bro. He has every piece he needs. Jamal Murray's back and looking healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is healthy. You added a championship vet in KCP. You got Aaron Gordon. You got a good coach in Mike Malone. Yeah. If you're who we think you are, two-time back-to-back MVP look, literally looking as good, if not better, than his MVP season. So, And I think he should get his third-straight MVP. I'm not... I don't like... I don't like when they... They, they get voter fatigue. So they basically purposely not give it to someone I because agree. they don't want them to. Like, that's not how I that's agree. that's not how that's supposed to work. It's mm. not. If you happen to be the best player mm. in that season, year after year mm. after year after year, that is not your fault. 
Right. Give them the MVP year after year after year. That's LeBron should have had three or four straight in a row. Mike should Mike should have had ten in a row in it's the nineties. Crazy 90s. how Kobe have one. Don't get me started on that. That's whole. That, that's a whole nother <laughs> pod. That, don't get me started, please. Because the fact that Jokic may get three and Kobe has one, one. I might jump off a bridge. That's right. not, it's not the point though. <laughs> it's not the point though. Because it's not Jokic's fault. It's so not, like, it's, I don't want to come at Jokic. That's a good point. It's just it's nasty work. Mm-hmm. What they did to Kobe Bean. I love you. Rest in peace. But. Um, I, I don't subscribe to that belief. Oh, so Jokic got back to back. It's Luca's turn, or it's or it's nah. Josh. I don't know. If you the are the best player in that season, you deserve MVP. And right now, they have the best record in the yeah. West, second best record in the league. Come on, and he's putting up better numbers than he did in his two MVP seasons. I hope I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> Jokic should get his third MVP. In a row, he's clear the best big man in basketball. Easily. And that's coming from Easily. a guy who was a huge MB guy. I think MB should have won. So I think MB, the first Jokic MVP, he's very lucky MB got hurt. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. But MB got hurt. That's part of the game. Jokic stayed healthy. Yeah. Um, so I can't fault him for getting MVP, but he should get his third straight, and there's no reason, zero reason Denver should not uh have a championship. Real quick, who's the last who's the who's the last one that went three straight? Was it Larry? Larry Legend. I think it was Larry Legend. Was Larry Legend. Jeez. And that was because of racist white voters. Ha! <laughs> Because there's no reason Larry Legend should have got three straight MVPs and Magic Johnson was the one who won all the championships. But I'll leave that. <laughs> no, I, bro, Reggie, you're really you're really spitting, bro. From top to bottom, that Denver team is scary. And uh I, bro, I agree with you. Like people people bring up to me the Warriors and how uh, you know, the Warriors packed up Denver, and I'm like Honestly, the biggest takeaway from that uh, series for me was Game Four. Game should have the series should have been over in four, and Nikola Jokic single-handedly put the Nuggets on his back and ah, said, "Simmer down, at least simmer down." Every great at player least. could do. Every great player has bro, that game where bro, they're not going to get swept. Bro, uh, true. <laughs> talk talk to Kevin Durant. Um, <laughs> oh, God bless him. <laughs> First MVP to get swept, man. So, yeah, that was in the nasty first round. round. That was first na- round. Everybody thought it was gonna be Yoke. <laughs> Yoke nope. said, "Nah, nah, we're first not going out. We not, we not." But, but that performance kind of showed me, yo, man. Honestly, you give him one more player, this could have went to six. You give him his whole team. That's oh man, sheesh. So, again, uh, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly with Reg here, barring any injuries. Uh, my favorites to win the championship are the Denver Nuggets. I love Boston. I think people are a little too high on them this year because as I much think as they are, are way too sipping the Kool-Aid from last year and they, and they got up to a hot start, so credit to them, but I, I know. As much as their defense, uh, sorry, as much as their offenses got better, quiet as kept, I do think their defense is taking a toll. It may be because of Robert Williams being out for an extended period of time, even though he's back now. Now you have Jalen Brown out. But they're just not as defensively potent to me as before, and they're winning why? a lot of games offensively. It's not. I don't care. Robert Williams is bad. I don't think it's. I don't think it's personnel. As a coach, yeah, man. I think uh, especially come postseason time, is it's it hasn't shown his head yet because JT been wilding. They they're gonna. I think they miss Udoka already. They miss Udoka already on on the defensive end of the ball, um, and come come playoff time, that's it's gonna rear its head. When it comes time to making decisions down the stretch and and how to utilize your timeouts and in-game adjustments and and what happens when you're down in a series, how do you rally the troops? 
I don't trust this new coach, man. They go miss Udoka when it matters. I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I don't. I don't see them really even getting out the East this year. I think with a healthy Bucks, Milwaukee, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think they can't. They, they could be Giannis. Uh, people are slowly, in my mind, slowly forgetting about Giannis only because this um, lots of superstars now splurging, scoring points 60, 50, 40. You know what I'm saying? You have Jokic doing it. You have Luka doing it. You have Donald doing it. But let's not forget what Giannis has been doing the past three, four years. In this For league. sure. Let's not forget. For sure. And then you have um, Chris Middleton working his way back into basketball shape. It's not even All-Star Weekend yep. yet. So yeah. I, um, I agree with with Reggie. I think they're gonna miss um, Ime Udoka um, come playoff time. When it comes to discipline, when it comes to utilizing timeouts, um, certain strategies, I don't know, man. I think Milwaukee got it this year. They're they gonna come out the East. I I mean I can't I can't disagree with that only because I thought Milwaukee was supposed to come out last year with Middleton, mm. and I thought the only safe haven was Boston's defense, and the fact that. Again, me, it's it's very visible to me that their defense isn't what it was last year. Um, if you don't have that defense and you're trying to outscore Milwaukee, it's it's going to be a, a situation where you're trying to shoot yourself in the game and you might shoot yourself out the game. Because, yeah, the Bucks give up threes, but you, you can't stop a Giannis dunk the way you can a stop Giannis, a, no. a JT sidestep three. Like, it's either he got it or he don't. Yeah. As far as Giannis, he, he's going to dunk the ball. <laughs> like, And then on top of that, too, uh, the past two games, Giannis hasn't played. Drew, Drew Holiday is looking crazy. Yeah, thirty-five and back-to-back -back games. If yeah. you if you can get a, a little bit of that as your third scoring option, Milwaukee's tough. Very tough. Milwaukee's tough. I will, say, tough. I will say this as well: if they're healthy, you do have to watch out for those Brooklyn Nets. Mm. Well. They've been now, on the roll. Now the if the if is a big thing because since KD's went down, I think they've lost every game. I think they're zero three. So yeah, it's tough. So like they they need to be healthy, but we did see for an extended stretch when they were healthy, they made up super ground in the East. Oh yeah, they went from being out the play in with Steve Nash to the number two seed in the East and like a game back behind Boston at a point when they had won like ten plus in a row. Yeah. So yeah, and they, once again, which is what everyone suspected, Ben Simmons does not need to score. He plays defense. And passes like KD Kyrie deal with the scoring and Seth Curry and Joe Harris and yeah. Royce and TJ Warren coming back looking healthy and Claxton's improved greatly. Jack Vaughn seems Jack Vaughn seems to have the pulse of the team. That's a team where I don't care what happened last year. If they're at full strength, they're a tough out for anybody. They bro, you got Kevin Durant. It's, I mean, again, last year was a bit of an anomaly, but you got Kevin Durant, you a tough out, man. Like that's that's the, and then you pair it with Kyrie Irving. And I, I like you bringing up Ben Simmons because to me, all he has to do is apply pressure. Yeah. Just just be a, just be a threat. Just let them know, hey, I'm still six ten, and I'll go dunk and, the ball if and, you give and, me the lane. And that's why I was gonna ask you guys: Should we start understanding, and realizing that this is who Ben Simmons truly is? I, I think this is what he's comfortable doing on the court. Yeah. Right. I, I think I think this is where he is right now. But at his peak in Philly, he still had big scoring nights. Like, I think the biggest thing with him is still regaining his confidence in himself and in his body to do certain things. I can still not forget when he had 42 against Utah when Joel was out in Utah and hung it on Rudy's head, like attacking downhill every the way we see Giannis do it. He did that all game. Like, he's capable. I don't know why he can't, why he doesn't do that every night, but I think it's a mental thing. But I think he has worked himself back into somewhat shape and i think 
come postseason time, hopefully he exercises some of those demons that that he uh, he had against Atlanta. I dunked him on Trey. Still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, super crazy. That's and I mean, that, that's a fair point. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even remember he he had anything past 30, 42 in his, in his life. Gobert's head in Utah. Like that. That's actually insane. Like if 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 Brooklyn could get that Ben Simmons, I think oh. they they'd rival the the KD Warriors as far as one of the best teams I've ever mm-hmm. seen. <laughs> like like yeah. that. That's crazy. Um. But no, I, I I mean he's he's capable. I don't know. I think he's same same kind of deal with uh your boy Wiseman <laughs> as Reggie's showing me the stat just just for the people who can't can't see. But um, oh, I know my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think similar to to Wiseman. I was actually explaining this yesterday to somebody. It's he's like cheap. you get <laughs> mm. you got to get reps, man. Ben Simmons didn't play for a year, so now getting getting the the feel for professional basketball again. Um, Cause it is a different game. It's not like us going to the park after three months and, and trying to find our jump shot. Even then, a, a lot of us struggle. So just imagine players playing at the highest level, missing an entire year of professional basketball. Um, it's crazy. So like, in, in that instance, I, I just think he he's getting more comfortable. I think come playoff time, you you do see a little bit of a different, more aggressive. We'll see. I don't know, sense. man. We'll I won't. See. I won't be surprised if that if that semifinal that uh, felt like a conference final a couple of years ago actually becomes a conference finals this year. This in, year in the East, unless you know uh, the rivals from across the bridge surprise everybody. No doubt. Um, I'm just letting y'all know New York Knicks is on notice. Shout out Jalen Brunson. He's going underpaid. To the game. He's going to the All Star game. Underpaid. Want to let y'all this know. This is my vote. NBA.com. NBA app. This is my vote. Hashtag NBA All Jalen Brunson. You're also. Honestly, we're speaking a lot about Jalen. I, I love how Julius Randle plays in the largest market in New York City and no one's talking about what he's doing. I mean, in New York City, sorry, in the country. And nobody's talking about what he's doing as far as uh, basketball. He's He's been playing like a monster. If, Let me tell you why. If, if Giannis was doing the same thing, we'd be, we'd be tooting the, Let me tell you the, the best in the world claim that we've been doing for the past Every, two years. Everybody know that Julius Randle could play ball. It's just about consistency. Number two pick? Who? Julius? Randall uh, for LA, I believe. Yeah. What are you talking about? In the draft. I don't what, know. What pick was he? Seven. 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 I don't know. Yeah. It was it 2013? Two. I think it was. It was. Either, it was. Either, yeah. 2013, 2014. He was in the same draft as Marcus Smart. So, but he was. He was picked after Marcus. He was seven. He needs to. It's, it's all about consistency. New York. We want someone. You're in New York. We want a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Julius Randle is not a consistent superstar. I don't think it's consistency. I, He's I consistent. So. You want to know what it is, bro? What is it? We have never forgiven him for that abysmal performance in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's I'm what sorry. it is. I still don't. He's consistent. He's con- if, if you look, if you look at his regular last year was a down year for him, and he was still what? averaging 20, 20, and, 20 nine. and nine. Nine, yeah, twenty and nine. Basically, it was 20, 10 and five. Twenty ten and five. And then the five, twenty ten and five. And, yeah, and that was in a down year. The year before he blew up. Yeah. And 10. So it's like. So it's like he's consistent in regards to the numbers he puts to the up. Numbers. The problem is when you needed him the most, when he was supposed to be that guy, Sad. right? He completely I, had right. a no. Yeah. So that, right. I, so I think it's, I think it's more about I think it's more about the reason why no one's paying any mind Eli is the fact that he's not doing anything so different than what we've seen from him in the last two regular seasons. Yeah. Right. We don't care because we need to see it in the playoffs yeah, for us to. 
to warm back up to the Julius. Consistency doesn't yeah, trust yeah, yeah, he yeah, he put up these numbers and we're just like, okay, ho hum. He's been doing this already. Yeah. But last we recall, when we needed you, no, you right. failed us. So we're gonna wait right. until we get to the playoffs again and see what you're about before we really warm up I to truly you. Believe I truly believe that's why we're not paying him no mind right I now. Truly I, believe, I truly believe if we go to the playoffs this year, he will shine. I don't or, only because Brunson's on, on the court. I don't know, bro. We, I believe so. Because when, when Brunson was on the team, Randall liked to dribble on the court between his legs like he's hard. And I, I have heard that. I've I, heard didn't, the, I didn't like him doing that. I've heard the claim that Brunson has made Randall better. He made him way I've, better. I've, I've heard that. Way better. Um, The only reason I say I don't know is because we've seen this in people that we believe uh, are greater than Randall. Um, the Paul Georges, the James Hardens, the Joel Embiid's. Um, that when playoff time comes, uh, great players are supposed to elevate and they're... Uh, notorious for becoming mm. worse. Not sure. Nah, I don't know. I don't know about the Embiid part. You have to. I don't recall a. I don't recall Embiid being worse in the playoffs. Okay. I recall so, his team baiting, but Joel always be good for thirty and ten. Okay, so let me let me correct myself with Embiid at least. Uh, so and make it universal for all the players. He doesn't become worse. Those players don't elevate because you said he's good for thirty and ten, and Joel's essentially good for 30 and 10 right now so when we talk about kobe ron mike kareem tim kg dirk keep the net Giannis at this point you keep it going Shaq. i'll take kg out with all due respect KG out of, what? of the elevation in playoffs i mean what? i mean where's i mean what Where's all the energy till he got to Boston? Oh, hell no. We're not doing that. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. No, 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 We're not doing that. All I know is KG. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. Before KG got to Boston, that man got the first round one time. With all due Okay, fine. That man's team was atrocious. KG was a superstar that's all right in the West when the West was loaded. LeBron's team was atrocious. Oh, no, no, we're not going to do that. KG got to the finals. Oh, no, 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 KG elevated his game. LeBron got to the LeBron got to the finals in 2007 starting Daniel Gibson and Daniel Marshall. He was in the East where it wasn't as competitive in the West with his Dirk, with his Kobe, with his um, which Tim. Tim. Yeah. It's I mean, as, okay, even though KG's debatable. Kobe all, was there. All the other players I mentioned, they got better. And because they got better, I'm almost certain, yeah, I'm positive, or else I wouldn't name them, all those players are champions. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, those three players that came to mind uh, off rip. Paul George, Harden, and Embiid, who I believe don't elevate when they come to the playoffs, they're not champions, right? So, um, yeah, man, I, I just don't... Even Steph last year, Steph last year definitively, without question, elevated uh, when it got to the playoffs. Other years, you could try to put it in question. That's what you're whatever. supposed to do as a superstar. As right. a superstar in the season other years, time. Other years, people are... Man, I swear, last year is such a crowning achievement for every Steph fan <laughs> ever, bro. Because we were so tired, so tired of, like, fighting all these. Everybody moves the goalposts for him. We were just fighting everything. And KD came and joined. So he ain't had no finals MVPs. Like, he wasn't putting up 27, 8, and 9 in the finals. Yep. Like, last year was the, like, there was absolutely nothing. 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 Nothing someone can say about Steph Curry he in the did, playoffs he, last year. He did everything right. That man went blood. God bless him. He beat the teams he was supposed to. God bless him. And he beat the team he wasn't supposed and to. And of course, just like in any run, the real haters are always going to say something. Denver, you can't say about Den, Steph. De, Denver. No, no, no. Trust me. You I mean, still hear it. Denver didn't have their full team. Oh. Like, mind you, which is hilarious because I remember down the stretch of the season, 
people are saying Golden State better hope for Minnesota because uh, you don't want to have to run into uh, Jokic because they have no answer for him. Da da da. And they said they false. said all this. They said all this knowing what Denver's team was. It wasn't like Denver was gonna get anybody back. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as that team was, there was supposed to be a problem, and Golden State did not want to see them. They lost in five. Then we go to the John Morant injury stuff. Well, guess what? When he got hurt, they were down 2-1. And if you really looked at that series, look at how Memphis won that game too. Go look back. It could have easily been 3-0 Golden State. I don't want to hear that. And then we get to the conference finals. Then they go say, well, well, he lucky he had to face Phoenix. Uh, that's not his fault that Luka went blood mode and knocked him out. All he can do is play who's in front of him. And then even against Boston, when ESPN, they pay me money, my employers, Dumbass ESPN. <laughs> don't I hope nobody there listens to this. <laughs> ESPN metrics had Boston 86% favored to Golden State's 14. And Golden State beats them in six. You hear, oh well, it was a young Boston. And you still hear the excuses no matter what. I don't care, no, bro. Steph, no, Steph, Steph cemented top 10 all time. Yeah, yeah. Fight me about it. For sure. No, I top 10. Wait, yeah, 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 I said Steph top 10. Who y'all moving again? Top 10. Yeah, y'all who, well, who, who do we move? I don't, I don't know who I moved yeah, off. Yeah, I just know he's top 10. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I, yeah, that, yeah we got to get to a conversation to see who we move. He may be but, number 10 on the dot, but he's top 10. But he yeah. he has gotten to the top 10 point. He's the greatest shooter of all time. He's the finals MVP. He's Only champion. unanimous MVP ever. Only unanimous MVP. He's, he's gotten to the point where you can solidify him as top 10. And if you are, I think... I think you have a shot of being top 10 if you're top two in your position, right? Because there's literally five positions in basketball. And I'm just trying if to you're think. top two in that position, you have the right. Right. And to also, be put when it comes on to, for 10. me at least, when it comes on to all time list and top 10 list, um, I factor in impact on the game. And you can arguably say no one up to this date, arguably, because Mike, Mike, Mike changed the game in a different way. Magic and Larry changed the mm -hmm. game in a different way. Mm -hmm. But the way Steph Curry has changed how the game is played, played. bro. From, I'm talking about you have. I seen. So I, I seen. I seen, seen off season. Off season. I've seen off season workouts of Rudy Gobert shooting <laughs> threes, gang. I'm like, what are we doing what here, we bro? Doing here, your, yeah, everybody, nah, everybody shooting threes. Everybody trying to space the floor. By the way, don't get me started on kids these days because that's all they see is kids these days trying to shoot from half court. Cause they want to be Steph Curry, like Did he's changed see the game. Try to take the ball coast to coast and miss the point. point oh right. yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, he, he was there though. I don't know. He's got he's gotten paid two hundred million dollars <laughs> um, to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, he's yeah. he's see, and that's my see and that's my issue with these two hundred million dollars uh, contracts. You, you've been saying that. I've been saying that. Yeah, it doesn't make have. them work harder. What? Do, okay, yes, he made. All-star team. Yes, he made defensive player um a year awards. That's cool. That's fine. It's hard to do. So we give him his flowers. However, me personally, if I'm gonna give you 200 mil, I need to know for a fact you, we're gonna be in playoff contention. No, scratch that. Championship contention. 200 million dollars. That means you're one of my top guys. I'm trusting you to carry my franchise to the playoffs every freaking year and compete for a championship. Rudiger Bear's not doing that. He cannot do that. All the respect. He can't. I ain't giving someone two hundred million that I can't depend on for ten points a game. I think I can't. I've been saying that it's tough. No, it's not no tough. No, 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 no. It it it's nah, tough. I can't do that. It's tough because like I can't. You you have to give credit to these agents, right? Because 
I'm sure that 200 million hell out of them, bro. that 200 million was negotiated based off Rudy Gobert's defensive impact. Yes, I think Which every has slipped since he's gone to Minnesota. He's it, not the same no it, more. It has, it has. So right, so, and so, if anything, it so should have been. He just run up and down the court collecting checks. Basically, it, it, right? it should have been more potent with the injury of Cat. You should have showed us who you are. Yeah, and then how that works is when Cat comes back, we try to fit you mm-hmm. into where you are comfortable and have the Which better player. Defense. And have the better player adjust to you being at your max. That's that's usually how great players win. They end up adjusting to make sure their secondary or tertiary players can play at their best because they know they're great and they can get theirs in any way possible. Yeah. Um. It it it's been it's been tough for Rudy because I I do think there is a reason. I mean, part of that reason his name is Donovan Mitchell, but. There is a reason why Utah, and a lot of people don't remember, was the number one seed in the NBA one year. A combination of Donovan Mitchell's offensive potency and Rudy Gobert's defensive potency, along with the pieces around him and the coaching of Quinn Snyder. Like, okay. that, was, that was, I mean, they were the best team in the NBA. <laughs> like, They're the best regular season team in the yeah, NBA. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yes, fine. Um, but I, I, I believe in Rudy's impact. I, I think his agent did a great job. I don't need that. Of of getting him the money he deserved, maybe he's maybe he's a one seventy five, one fifty. How no? One what? One how no? So what do you what do you? Nah, I want a lot. I want a lot. I want a lot. I I think the overall problem is just the inflation of NBA contracts. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, yeah, you got because due to the inflation of the contracts, I won't lie. It is asinine to say he's not worth one fifty. Yeah, because I've seen bums get like one twenty five. Come on, it's like he's still Rudy Gobert. So I think the issue should be with inflation of contracts because uh, a lot of people making a hundred plus million dollars in the NBA should not be making a hundred plus million. Dollars. Should not. That's not false. I mean the the original the original robbers are uh, people like Luol Deng, Chandler Parsons. Luol Deng. That makes you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Up to last year, the Lakers were still paying Luol Deng. Yeah, bro. They, Yo, that man original. got away with murder. He finished paying yeah. Joakim like two years ago, right? Murder, uh, yeah, Joakim just Joakim. recently got off Chimofe of the books. Mozgov. Oh, Mozgov. my ah, chill, God. Chill, that's a champion. Chill, don't do that. Don't you do still that. getting paid? Bro, no, I think his stuff ended like a year who, or two ago, too. Who's still getting paid right now? Um... No, the the person who just finished. I mean, Chris Bosh was warranted, but um, no, Chris Bosh was super warranted. Hall of Famer, first. Yeah. Of uh, I, I think I know. There's there's one other player that just recently got finished uh, getting their money or still getting their money. I I, I forgot who it was, but um, no, yeah. I mean, and then the new age fleecers are, are the, the those of John Wall and Bradley Beal. Yo, you saw that post. They made like six hundred million dollars combined, and like have not gone to the conference finals. Bro, ever. bro. John Wall and Bradley Beal. Bradley yeah, Beal. That's that's they the post are, I'm talking about, bro. Stupid fleeces. Six hundred million dollars combined. Combined. They're, they're How many sap- years? Uh, I mean, John just, Wall. Just over the course of their careers. Yeah. Uh, the two of them have combined to make over six hundred million dollars. And so over one over half finals. a billion dollars between those two players. Nope. No. John Wall was drafted in 2010. Beal came after. So that's like a deck. Almost a decade. Bro, I mean, a little bro, more a than decade, a decade. A decade. A decade. Be, he's been in the league for at least a decade. I think Brad, this might be his decade year. But either way, they've been in the league for a decade. Half a billion never, dollars. Have never over sniffed half a, a conference finals, and they both made over $600 million. Super fleeces, yeah. bro. And, um, Super fleeces. I mean, since we're on... God bless them, though. That's a fun topic. Since we're on the topic now, who who do we believe, if there's anybody now, that has, has taken, has taken an NBA team ransom? 
it, it, it's premature, but you, you feel the writing on the wall like, yeah, no, that, that contract's not. What are you talking about, like, for, like, young guys or just in general? Uh, just, in, like, after Bradley Bill, John Wall era, you know, Nick Batum is before their time, and he took Charlotte for some money, too. Like, who's who's on a roster right now getting paid? And you're just like, I don't, come on. That's, that contract is a little. I'm trying to think. There's no, they, they tried West to paint it. On the Lakers. Ooh, okay. I, that that one hit a little home because it's kind of true. What I think, what I think he's, he's still making max money. That <laughs> you're paying a six man of the year candidate max money. Oh, what is that? No, it's tough. It's tough because I actually think he deserves and will probably end up winning six man of the year. The man's still getting triple doubles off the bench. Which but, it does, but it doesn't you know change. Crazy? It doesn't change the fact that your team did not improve until he got off the bench. So he is your six man. And your sixth man is getting paid max dollars. That has never happened in NBA history, and where the sixth man is making thirty-five million dollars a year. It's only yeah, his resume too. That's the crazy part. He's he's uh, un- unfortunately. No, it is gonna help his resume. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be something else to add. add like yeah. at, the, at the end of his career, when you're comparing him against yeah. like Chris Paul or something, it's like, well, guess what? Chris Paul got an MVP and, and he got a sixth man. Yeah. And he's just gonna be like, yo, you dead ass right now. But like, bro, it's facts though. Bro, it's facts. It is gonna add to his resume, but it does. It doesn't change. It shows the versatility. Of the man, Wait, come it on. shows the willingness to, yeah, no, yeah, but come on. he's getting paid max dollars. No, that yeah. is a definition of a quote unquote like holding a team ransom. Yeah, no, he he is, but it's just it's just sad to say it's him because he's actually good. He is good, um, but he has to be in a, in, in in the right situation. Though. I'm trying to think of somebody else just so it's not him. <laughs> man, he like can't accept the fact that is that that Russ is like the poster boy of that right now. Yeah, he. he I will say, um, what's it called, um. Chris Paul, though. Chris Paul is who I thought about Um, when you said Russ. Because he's also making max dollars. He's now 37 years old. He's injury prone and he's injured right now. Very injured. And the Phoenix Suns window has closed. They they had their chance. They were two games away from the championship. It's it's done. And they blew it to uh, a future top 10 player in Giannis. Came back the next year when blood mode in the regular season to make up for the fact that they lost in the previous year, had the best record in basketball, the number Luka, one seed no? in the West, and Luca took him out by himself. <laughs> Bro, and over. now here we are in this in this third run, yeah. And everyone's getting hurt. Yeah, they look like their window has closed. These younger teams in the West have Denver, the Memphis, too, New um, Orleans. Jay Crowder, Crowder, Jay Crowder yeah, don't want to play too. for them no yeah, more. Yeah, he he saw the right. And on right the wall. now, Phoenix is what I think, either eight or nine in the West. Devin's out. Chris is out, like n- it's done. There was, yeah, no, it's, it's done. Finished. And I, Chris Paul's getting paid max money right now. Yeah, he he's like there's no room for them to improve because like, you're not. No one's taking on Chris Paul's bread right now. I'd argue it's Chris Paul over Russ, just cause, like you, the production wise, Russ is actually doing something for the team. Yeah, he's playing. Like so. he's he's playing. He's, he's putting playing. up numbers, like. Chris Paul can't but, even. But 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 no, I'm not gonna let you do that because in your uh, question, you did not say who's the one. You were looking for people, and I gave you people, so it could be both of them. Russ is still I, in this. Sure. All right. Sure. But I, I think but Chris Paul's Chris wasting. Paul, Chris Paul is a he's he's he's, he's wasting he's the most money right now. Yes, yeah. he's wasting the most money in the NBA, in my current opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it. Uh, right now, the NBA is in a good place <laughs> as far as. Uh, paying players what they're worth because 
shit for us to for us to go look at two future hall of famers as the guys wasting the league's money um it means a lot of the role players are getting paid right you know i can't i literally can't find somebody who's like come on bro he's not he's not worth that ah nah if if, if you if you do something you, you know it, you know somebody somebody somewhere is gonna be mad that i said this michael porter jr what about him he they, just they, he they, just got the rookie the max. Game, the game of rookie max too soon. He doesn't have any accolades to support that and, rookie and, max. And also he's injury prone too. And he's injury prone. And he got the same contract as Zion Williamson, Shea Gilgis Alexander, and Trey Young. And Bam got all them. Boys. And Bam and all the other players are all. all They're all accomplished. Bam has made yeah. it to a finals. Right. And uh, he's an all star. Shea all-star Shea, even though his team hasn't done well, anything, he going. We we know he's certified. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young has made it to a conference finals. And he's all to be in the next. Come on, bro. <laughs> all right. That was unwarranted, <laughs> but whatever. Um, Zion Williamson, we know he's that guy. Nah, we, nah, we don't have to worry. I mean, he's still on the court. He moves like AD right now. <laughs> that is true. But, like, he, he, he's Zion. He doesn't, his name speaks volumes. They call, they call him Zanos. Come on. Um, and then you have Michael Porter. Who right now just seems like a they just give it to him off potential basically. advanced three and D player, yeah, like, <laughs> and an advanced three player. I still don't see right. The potential is where what he can yeah. do defensively at the three at six ten, um, but yeah, man. That so in in that realm of like, because at the core of what you're saying stems from a bit disappointment in him. So along them same line, who thus far. What have you been most disappointed with this season? It could be a team. It could be a player. But, but, but what has you like, nah, they should be better than this. Or they should be doing this. Like, I'm not feeling them right now. Mike says Atlanta. Why you say Atlanta? Man, you thought that Murray Trey stuff would work? Ask Eli. When it first happened, I was like, yo, if Trey Young does not move off the ball mm-hmm. this is not gonna work yeah if he does what he rough. wants to do dribble 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 dejounte murray i mean fandle always has been one and a half and it was 30 for a while but dejounte murray <laughs> cannot shoot he's, yeah, not he's, not, he's not a shooter he's not a shooter so if you haven't trade dominate the ball which he still is because he's leading that team in assists and he's averaging like nine and a half and dejounte's your off guard dejounte's every one of dejounte's numbers have plummeted this season as the two it won't work it mm-hmm. can't they, work they, they, they and they don't like nate mcmillan they don't Yo, young, I, I didn't know I didn't long, know that Discord existed till it existed, man. Yeah, yeah, because quiet, quiet is kept. When he got to Atlanta, they were calling him the. They, the, he, they took off. Yeah, he got them to the playoffs. Yeah. Like he was the re- nope, yeah, it ain't they, there no more. They, they were like, "Yo, Nate, Nate is the reason." Jewel Lloyd was the the coach before mm-hmm. that, and they were like, "Man, this, he's just not a winning I coach." Just, I just had the um the person of John Collins, and then with Trey Young, and then um, Murray coming, and you have. Um, coach Nate, you know what I'm saying. I thought that they would elevate their play on the on the court. It hasn't, it really hasn't. I'm shocked. They're going back and forth with Coach Trey Young hasn't been playing a lot. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna make the All Star game this year. Trey Young? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't um, even know. I don't know. I Ice Trey might might get the nod. We we'll see. Just because he's Atlanta, him. Atlanta really disappointed me this year because. And I'm, even though they did break my heart two years ago, I'm not gonna front. They were a good team. They are a good team. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so I'm just scrolling on Twitter. And speaking of the Charles Barkley calls the Rudy Gobert trade to the Timberwolves the worst trade in NBA history. Yeah. God bless him. That is that is an amazing 
uh, segue to one of my disappointments. I have a couple of disappointments, but one of them is Minnesota. I, I, I it's funny that I was, I kind of, I didn't fully sip the tea, but you know, I, I had a bit, I, I had a little small swig, mm. uh, because, uh, one, you know, most of us play 2k, 2k actually simmed the, the season and, and Minnesota ended up winning the championship, right? Cra- no, no crazy. But I was just like, you know what? I don't think they win the championship, but I think they compete. Have yeah, having a team structure. There's no team structure like that in the league. That's like 80s, 90s basketball where you have two bigs that like mm-hmm. literally are just there. Like defensively, it's 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 tough to score on the inside. But in a game that's evolved so much, where anybody's a pretty good three point shooter, yeah. Um, I maybe maybe uh, thought a little too highly of that structure, right? Because in my head, I'm like, well, on defense, you have those two uh, towers, right? And then the perimeter players just have to stay in front of their man. And they had some decent 3 and D people. Um, Ant Edwards is a star. He could do it all. Uh, McDaniels was another one that I was looking at as far as playing defense. And then uh, just D'Lo, honestly, just, just hide D'Lo somewhere. But um, I, I, I thought they could compete, right? They, yeah. they had uh, decent bench players as well. They picked up Kyle Anderson from Memphis, who I think was a good glue guy for Memphis. Um, and I don't know, they just they just been bad. Like they, they lose to bad teams. They can't win good team against good teams. Um, it takes heroic efforts from one of their young stars for them to get a win. It's just you don't I don't see complete basketball from them. I don't know if Chris Finch is the guy either. Mm-hmm. Like you you do you do have to point out the coach in a lot of situations with the rosters. Sometimes pretty sometimes. decent, and they're just not winning. Like you can't. You telling me? I, I, I don't know if they. I'm just bringing up like the Magic as a team. Obviously, young growing up. Like you telling me you can't consistently beat like Orlando mm-hmm. and Houston's mm-hmm. and Detroit. I think they lost to Detroit. They lost me, Brad. That was a one X on the slip. <laughs> Bro, play performance one X. D'Angelo Russell twenty points. Minnesota win against Detroit, and they let Detroit beat them by twenty. Never again. Bro, without uh, uh, and Detroit did. Well, I mean, Cade has been out already. So like, come on, bro. You can't like you're you're supposed to like again when you brought up in the beginning of the Knicks. The Knicks are doing what they're supposed to do this this season for the most part. They're beating the bad teams. Competing with the good teams. That's all. Yes. That's all we can ask for as a yes. team that doesn't quite have the superstar, superstar but yes. you you have good players, all star caliber players. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're competing against the good teams, beating the bad teams. That, sure. That's all we ask for. And and, Minnesota, and and if we play hard and right, we could beat the good teams. Exactly. Right. Exactly. We we've beat some good teams. Yeah, we lost course. some good teams. Yeah, we we've lost because of uh, fourth quarter production and free throws, which mm-hmm. shows Turn we have the talent. Yeah. We're just not executing. Mm-hmm. Minnesota just doesn't look good. Like I can't, I don't, I don't know how to shape it other than that. So they've, they've been a disappointment. Um, I, I had one more. I was looking at teams. Washington's been kind of a disappointment, but is Washington? What do you expect? Um, I did yeah. think, I did think they'll be a yeah. little better. And then, um, oh. the Clippers. The, Clipper, okay. the Clippers have been the disappointment for they me. They don't play. Yeah, they they don't play. They can't stay healthy. Yeah. Clippers were supposed to be championship contenders coming Do in. You they, know, I think I think their mindset is, oh, let's rest Kawhi and Paul George come playoff time. Let's throw them in. It's not gonna work. No, it can't work. It but can't work. but the Clippers, like I was I was looking to see because I was struggling with with some disappointments because for the most part, everything's happening the way I thought it was gonna happen. Oh, 
for the sake for the sake of my season long bet, I'm sorry, Brandon Ingram. That was my disappointment. Has been disappointment, that was, that but I will, but I I will carry that on to you, just because I remembered it only because I I was trying to think I made some I was just about to say everything I thought was gonna happen this season has been happening, mm. and because of that you know I that's, I, I made a bet for the season, mm. um that lasts the length of the season and the only person I could think of is not holding his bar end of the bargain is Brandon Ingram so. I'll take it on the reds too. That's actually really nasty work how you brought him up. Yeah, that, that was going to be on disappointment because <laughs> if you listen to this, you know Brandon Ingram's legitimately, no exaggeration, my favorite player in the NBA. Like, Steph Curry is legit my second favorite player. But like, <laughs> like for a while I was fighting this saying, nah, Brandon's too. But like, no, Brandon Ingram is my favorite player in the league. And I don't have any other disappointments because... There's literally nothing else that's really happening that's, like, surprising to me. The, you, you said the Clippers. I'm not shocked at all. Like Because it's the Clippers. <laughs> not just the fact that it's the Clippers, but when have we... The Kawhi PG experiment has lasted the same amount of time as the AD LeBron experiment. And just like we've never been able to trust Anthony Davis to be healthy, we've never trusted Paul George and Kawhi to play for almost 50 or 60 straight games in a year. Like... They, I don't think if you combine both of them together on the court, I don't think they've played 60 games out of the 82 together. So, like, Bro, them it? them being in and out the lineup injury-wise and the Clippers losing and expecting to just hit the ground running come playoff time is just rinse and repeat. I, I, we've seen, yeah. I've seen that movie before. Um, any team that Bradley Beal's on, I don't expect much of, so I don't care about <laughs> the Knicks. Don't so, come to the Knicks, Brad. So, it's like, <laughs> it's just like nothing has surprised me. Brandon Ingram is... And there's still time. There's still time to to uh, turn this disappointment into a positive. Because as far as I'm, Pelicans are still three in the West. Um, I hope he scores and, thirty every and, game. And if they're healthy, top to bottom, they don't have holes in that team at all. They don't. They really don't. They, they don't. They literally have everything that you would need to win as well. Like if I'm a Denver fan, I don't want to see them because I think we, I think I think you're both complete teams and you both have a shot. And, and in my opinion, they have three All Stars. Denver has two. Yeah, personally. But that's neither here. The point is, um, like, there's still time for by the by the time we have this at the end of the season, where everything that I'm about to say right now doesn't matter because he comes back and they hit the ground, whatever. But I can no longer. I still believe he is, but I can no longer argue or definitively say to anyone that Jalen Brown. That he's better than Jalen Brown. That's his draft mate. He went two. Jalen Brown went three. Based off what they've been doing, Jalen Brown has clearing away past him from a, at least a minimum of stats perspective. Yeah. And he's always been a better defender. Yeah. Now he's putting up buckets and he's on the court. Yeah. Brandon, I mean, he's missed he's missed three. No, he's missed like two months straight now with his toe injury. And even before the toe injury, his overall numbers were down. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Sure. Like he like. He had a very nice start to the season, and then some e- good games. It, even then, even then, um, he was hurt in over the summer. So apparently, last season when they lost to the Pelicans, he had surgery on his hand like a week after the playoffs. So he's playing through an injury, and he missed most of the training camp, missed most of the preseason. He's had an okay start, and then he gets hurt again. So he's just been real injury prone as of late. And then even when he was on the court. I don't know if it's the adjustment with playing with both Zion and CJ because he and CJ look really good together. He and Zion have looked really good together. 
Zion and CJ have looked really good too. Every combination of two out of the three have looked really good. Yeah. But the three on the court, there's still some growing pains that they need to figure out before the postseason comes. But he has not been doing what I personally expect of him. And I have very high expectations for him. And I hope second half of the season, he can come back and show why I believe he is that guy. You know, it's funny. For me personally, from what I see on the court, I don't think that's where he is in the structure of the team. But to be most effective on the team, I actually think he probably has to be option number three. Only because... Only because... I don't think CJ can flourish as a third option. I think that's exactly where CJ is perfect at. I don't think we've never CJ's perfect as a three because he wasn't doing nothing as a two. And he damn sure not gonna to be the one. You don't think he was doing anything as the two? Him and Dame were monster, as you said. Him and any and other pairing. What? Come on, that's I mean, but you know that's the Blazers. I'm talking about well, what they I mean, as, as only good thing they really did went to the conference finals that one year and got I, swept. Yeah. I'm saying I think I think CJ diminishes as a third option. There's no way you talk no, about Zion I, as I a third CJ's option. I think CJ's perfect as a third option. You know what I think the issue is? Who's the one? That's the issue. When Brandon was the unquestioned one, he was putting up crazy numbers. Even when Zion was coming, even when Zion was working his way into shape or whatnot. Um, Brandon was the one that still had the ball in his hands and he was still finding Zion, but he was still in control. This season, Zion looked real healthy to start and was clearly the number one option. And I think Brandon was struggling being number two while CJ as a three is still going to get up 15 to 20 shot attempts a night. And I, so think, then he is trying, he really a three? I think he was stuck in the middle. Huh? So then, that, but that's no, what I Brandon mean. Brandon was still putting up the same amount of shot attempts as CJ. So, but like, okay. So and he's better. Okay, so I think that's what I was trying to get at, at the fact that CJ is best when he has high usage, right? So if so you're if you're, you're for a third option at high usage, no, so is Brandon, but who's more efficient? But who's the better player? Brandon. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But like, I basically the efficient player i think as a third option bodes better for the team because even though they're getting less attempts they're more efficient i can guarantee and they score i think if if brandon ingram is the third option the pelicans are going to go nowhere they need him to play and act more like because we saw it even last year in the playoffs that was his team yeah yeah when he was number one guys were rallying around him larry nance was saying bi is him he was hitting up Phoenix for 40 in that first. He was the unquestioned best player on that team. He entered this season as the unquestioned leader and best player of the team. And he's still the leader of that team. Don't get it twisted. Don't get what Zion doing twisted. They still believe Brandon is their guy from at least the, the players from a leadership standpoint. If New Orleans wants to get to their ultimate goal, Brandon's going to have to look like last season playoff Brandon as the number one option. If he tries to dial so it back to be Zion number... Stay healthy too. If he tries to dial it back to be number three to like kind of try and fit in and work it, they're going to lose. So then... They need... They my, need my CJ only other, has to do the adjusting. My 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 only other brain option is actually not... Is it Zion? Because I think CJ is that veteran presence you need. He is as like, the third option. If, if New Orleans... New Orleans will only go as far as they two young guns take them. Zion and B.I. CJ, as the vet that you're describing, that's your job. You're supposed to be that steady guy 
where if Zion and, and BI don't have it going, you could then do your thing to keep y'all afloat till they get back, or you could go off and win a game yourself. But it's not CJ's job to be in the forefront anymore. And I think CJ understands it's not his job to be in the forefront anymore. That team is Zion and BI's team because CJ is in his 30s. So when CJ is done and done playing, who's is gonna be left in Zion and BI's hands Zion anyway? BI, it's yeah. their team. They have to figure out um how can we maximize each other's talent as a duo. I think CJ will find a way to fit in and around what he needs to do to complement. But the team is about them. It is built around those two. They are the nucleus. They are the duo that has to get New Orleans to where they need to go. Brandon needs to get back and play like I know he's capable of playing and start acting like it. Don't get me started, bro. He'll piss me off. <laughs> so, uh, my disappointments were Minnesota and the Clippers. You were Brandon Ingram and Mike said Atlanta. Just feels like Atlanta has been playing up to par. Um, I'm also disappointed. Well, no, I'm annoyed because I expected it. Well, Golden State got to get together. They yeah, got, they got to get they, together. Honestly, but after- but, but I don't want to say disappointed because I saw this coming. Like there's there's, there's a reason why the, the term championship hangover exists. But we are now past the halfway mark, and. There's one thing about a championship hangover, and then you let it linger, and then that just becomes who you are. So yeah. They need I, and I don't, and personally, I don't think as presently constructed right this second, no, they can win. They can. But I do think they are going to make a move at the trade deadline for one or two vets, because um, they're going to try and maximize Steph Curry's window. So that's why I'm not overly concerned. I'm just annoyed because. I've lost a lot of money on them betting this year. <laughs> With all due respect, if Ty Jerome is one of your key rotational players, I, I don't believe in your team. I'm sorry. He's, he's he's a very good player. I mean, we miss we missing what? Who we missing? We missing well, we only missing two guys I care about because as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with Wiseman. But missing Kaminga and Jamichael Green for the last three, four weeks basically has really hurt. Especially Kaminga, because he was coming into his own. No, he was. And I think after a long run of 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 Good luck and positive energy from the Warriors. Um, they are they are starting to be dealt a bad hand. Um, you get thrown a miracle in actually being a bad team after a championship, and you get a two pick, and it pans out to be um, what's looking like now to be a bust. They should have drafted Tyrese Halliburton. Um, yeah, they could have been real good with him. That they definitely would have. I mean, real so good. what? So you have Moody. Kaminga and Halliburton to build for the future. And Jordan Poole. Oh, yeah. And Jordan. Um, <laughs> Jordan Poole is 23 years old. Uh, so you have Man. that. You have that. That that would have been an amazing core to have for your and future. And he fits that team. Um, even 6'5", can shoot, play defense, uh, uh, can pass, uh, um, just high IQ basketball player. Like, coachable. So I remember me and Eli was having, having, having like a, not an argument, it was a discussion mm-hmm. because... And Edwards, once again, to me, still goes unquestionably number one in that redraft. But Eli was saying from Golden State, he was like, you take it, you're not taking LaMelo. And I'm saying, LaMelo don't fit that team. LaMelo needs the ball in his hands. LaMelo needs to run the show. You know who his daddy is. His daddy was saying LaMelo better than Steph before the draft. Yeah. I mean, like, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> like it just wouldn't work from a, from. I don't think it would work from a fit standpoint. 
but from a personality standpoint, like Lamelo is gonna make dumb mistakes because he's flashy, he's young. You think Lamelo's taking well to Draymond blacking on him? Hell no. <laughs> no. Lavar go trying to pull up to the facility. Like Tyrese Halliburton is the is is coachable. Um, not just and when I say coachable, that don't mean just from the coaches. I mean from his vets too. Yeah. Like you can talk to him. Like talk to he him. would fit that team mm. perfect. I I don't think there's perfect. a team he doesn't fit. You know, Tyrese is just that good of a player. All his skill sets translate. Yeah, there's like, not one team that like, can't use a Tyrese Halliburton. The Kings had a franchise point guard and still picked a franchise point guard, which I, I again I was confused with. I didn't. I didn't. With all due respect, the Kings. That was a that was one of the few, and it's it's few, but that was one of the few win win trades. It was one of the few win win trades. I mean, it in hindsight, if so, because I was Sabonis conf- has taken off. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I mean, we're on the topic of disappointments, and then I, I was I was gonna flip the switch and ask for uh, surprises, and they were definitely gonna be one of the teams. But I think Sacramento knew what they were doing before they did it, because Reg, we were I, I don't know if we were on the phone or we were on a video call or something when that draft was happening and i and i asked you i was like yo bro didn't you tell me tyrese was a, a point guard like the kings have the Aaron fox what's going on here are they trading this pick and you were telling me now they, they they fit don't worry i'm like how do they fit they're two point guards and i think we were both right in a sense because the kings got better the fit worked but i was like it just doesn't make sense yeah. and 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 what ended up happening is that I guess, you know, it, it's it's actually genius. It's genius. They took the best player available, showed the rest of the NBA that this was the best player available, and then traded him for somebody to pair with their point guard of their franchise. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. you you're you're ten steps ahead before you even ended draft day. Like and none it, of that would have happened if the Knicks did what they were supposed to do, draft the Halliburton. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, let me say something, people. Let me say something, people. <laughs> for those who are listening, um, I don't know where Mike stands on this, but uh, he probably most Knicks fans because don't let it, don't be, don't get it twisted. I am a Knicks fan. I really am. I root for them any game they play. As this is we're this recording Wednesday, January 18th, I'm currently convincing Elijah Bonfield to go to the Knicks game tonight with me. Like I love the New York Knicks. However, I'm the most rational Knicks fan. Most Knicks fans are irrational, we and are. and they just they just their their common sense goes out the window in regards to their team. That is not I me. I don't, I don't, Elijah Bonfield, I'm telling you. I mean, Elijah not, Bonfield yeah. has legitimately told me for years, and he's just now somewhat. Even now, even even then, he don't like really saying it. Somewhat is true. He's just now somewhat acknowledging that the Knicks made a mistake. In drafting Obi Toppin over Tyrese Halliburton, a big somewhat, a big somewhat, because that is nasty work. And what he's gonna do is he's gonna bring up the four games at the end of last season when nobody <laughs> played, like and Obi Toppin was going crazy yeah. as to what would happen if Obi Toppin got the minutes that Bro, Tyrese got, just give and him he the got time. the opportunity instead of just acknowledging that You're even truly- that. But here's why that's still a dumb point. Even with that being said. That's still why the Knicks made a mistake because you drafted him knowing he would not get the opportunity to okay. do that because For, there were four or five power forwards and centers on your team. Right so that's now, still a mistake. I'm I'm shaking his hand at the moment uh, spiritually because that's a great point. I can't <laughs> nice. I can't lie. It, the Knicks guys, went into the draft needing a point guard. 
Jay Billis has a mock draft every year, and it's wrong every year. <laughs> However, the one thing that man should have gotten right was at number eight, he had the Knicks taking Tyrese Halliburton. And instead, knowing they had 50 centers on their team, because this was at the time where Julius, Mitch, Nernus Noel, and Todd, Todd Gibson, Gibson were all on the team. <laughs> the Knicks did not have a point guard. They took a power forward who was 22 years old. Just, yeah, over the likes. point guard Tyrese Halliburton, and, our, and now look, oh, and our best player dumb. was a power forward, dumb. And they your never, best player is a power forward, and you they, know he wasn't getting. You knew you were not putting out a lineup yeah. at Julius at the five and Toppin at the four, or, they or, they or vice versa. Yeah. So you knew he would have to be backing up Julius. Who's your best player? The and you knew your head coach was Tom Thibodeau, fun. who rides his best players unlike anybody else. Yeah. So you knew the minutes would not be there, and you and still he, drafted yeah. him. Yeah. Dumb. They don't play. I, now here's my thing. Sorry to cut you off again. Uh, to to Eli's point, because he loves to bring it up. I, I sometimes am a little too harsh. I'm saying Toppin is dirt. Blah blah blah. He may not be dirt. He may on, on another team with the numbers, with the with the with the 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 right system, the, the right system, the right minutes. He may put up numbers. He's not dirt, but it's still a mistake to draft him if you're not gonna play him. Yeah, and you had another need. That is the best a real point. need. That is the best And you point. didn't draft that need. That is the best point. Because I'm not. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'll get to Halliburton level as a career. I don't. I, I don't think so. I've no. got. So I've gotten to the we'll point see. where I, I can't. I can't say that with confidence. However, I do think he could be a very serviceable starter in this league, and and his his, his peak. And I'm saying peak. Best. The be, like if everything goes right for Obi Toppin. I think he could be a 28, 20, and 10 player. Like, every everything has to go see right. See what happens. It's all about like, growth. Like, put it this way. Aaron Gordon's best years can be an OB Toppin. Okay. That 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 is what I'm, I'm seeing player. from him. That's a solid player. Super solid player. Real quick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to bring up real quick that um, there's only two players in NBA history with 38,000 career plus points. And one of them was reached, I think, last oh, week. Nice. So, LeBron James, uh, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but in, in a couple of weeks or I'll look so, it up. this man's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So we can wait for the next part for this one. As, as the first, as the first, nah, we can't. As the first, as the first um, scorer of all time. So, to quickly, to, to quickly, quickly put this to an end, uh. the topic, I mean, the, the part to an end for now. Where do you think... Where do y'all think? If this man, I mean, he will get number one. Like, there's no doubt about it. He will get number one. Is it stamped? Like, is there a debate? What? I need what? to know. What are you talking about? No, what are you about to ask me right now? I'm about to ask you. What are you about I'm to ask I'm about me? To, I'm about to ask the, the most famous question. Is there if a LeBron, debate about what? If LeBron, is it stamped that he's the GOAT if he finishes? That's the one. dumbest thing you've ever asked me in all my life. You're going to get also, me started. Hell no. Okay. It's a, Hell it, it's no. A question, it's a question that everybody's been no. asking. No. It's a no, that been nothing changes to me. Nothing changes to you. Absolutely not. Well, I think okay, LeBron James is the second greatest player of all time. Okay, even if he gets number one. Yes. Eli, I feel like I already know your <laughs> Yes, because because just so LeBron's greatest attribute and his greatest claim to the GOAT title, and it's something that I will always respect and, and admire, frankly, I've never seen his longevity is, is second to none. He has fought off father time longer and better than anyone else ever History. has. Yes. But don't get it twisted. 
Just because he finished his first all-time in points does not mean he's the greatest scorer in NBA history. No, that's scorer. That still belongs to the guy who averages the most points of all time over someone who averaged 50 in the season. And Michael Jordan has the most points ever rec recorded from an average perspective all-time, averaging over 30, 30 for points. his career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're not about to... Because that's a whole pot in itself. If we're really about to do this dumb, in my opinion, Jordan versus LeBron debate and freaking go down the list of the... MVPs and the titles and who played with who and who did I'm not doing all that. I will say that LeBron's the second greatest player ever. It is an amazing accomplishment. It is a record that I don't think anyone thought would be broken. But like I'm not because it's such an amazing record and because it's an accomplishment, I'm not gonna poo-poo it and dive into <laughs> the details as to how he got there and compare to the fact I'm gonna just say this. Kareem had to play four years in college. Yeah. He had at the rules. The rules were he had to go to UCLA, and mm. the man played all four years in college and did not get into the NBA until he was 22. Mm. LeBron did get into the league straight out of high school at 18. So what happens is who's Kareem, who was the number one player in his class easily, if he was allowed to come straight out of high school and had an extra four years, where would that record really go? Who knows? I don't. I'm just saying that like there's a you you could dive into some stuff. Are, are we Eli, gonna are, are, I mean Eli face like what, what I won't lie with all due respect when Eli starts talking, I might leave. I don't wanna hear none of his I don't wanna hear none of his dribble that he about to try and spew to me. Bro, but, I but like because then are, what are we gonna account for the 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 uh um the three point line? Are we gonna account for the way the game is played now, the pace, the fact that there's more possessions, the fact that the way defense and the way fouls are called is easier to score like there's a whole scoring boom in today's NBA Donovan Mitchell had 71 now like what's next is Devin Bucket gonna try and get revenge and score 100 like I don't care bro like alright bro like LeBron shout out to him that was a great accomplishment you're the second greatest player ever you are not Michael Jordan you will never be mm. Michael Jordan mm. Michael Jordan's the GOAT mm. go ahead the floor is yours I know. and the floor is Eli's and I will be stepping out <laughs> Listen, I, I'm actually not going to make this as big as everyone seems, uh, thinks that I will, uh, only because as we wrap up, I, I do want to get to our surprises because there's been some teams that, that like, I don't know how they're winning and, and I'm actually surprised, but LeBron James, <laughs> I don't know why everybody's sighing. I'm just, LeBron James, I think is the most complete basketball player has ever touched the planet. I think Jordan has a protective aura around his GOAT status <laughs> that cannot be broken, and I do not fight it at this point. I allow him to be the GOAT that he is okay. without any argument because from what I've been told, with a 4-6, and 4-7 and seven NBA Finals record, LeBron would have to get even and maybe even win one above even mm -hmm. to be considered the greatest of all time. At the age of 38, I unfortunately don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I've accepted every accolade and every nuance of this man's career. Mm -hmm. And for those who believe he's the GOAT, I love and appreciate your opinion. But... <laughs> To be someone who's actually respected in this basketball world, 
I have to submit to the fact that Michael Jordan is the undisputed GOAT. Let me ask you a question, son. Let am me ask you a question, son. Am I happy? Let me no. Ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I think, I mean, so, and I, I, I do think that, and this is a credit to LeBron, my opinion will never change. Uh, most people in our generation's opinion won't change, and definitely generations before us won't change. However, what LeBron is doing sets it up that 20, 30, 40 years from now, when Mike is gone, like legit passed away, and LeBron is still around and his highlights are more easily accessible, they'll be foolish, but the conversation will be more of a debate because the younger generation will be talking about LeBron. Just like how when Mike was really doing his thing, the older generation was like, well, he isn't Bill. He isn't Will. So like oh, as time that's as, so funny. <laughs> as time goes on, that will be more of a discussion because the younger generation won't know or care too much about Mike. But I will say this though. I think, mind you, it's not it's not uh the end all say all, but it's no secret if 90 to 95 percent of actual NBA players. We think we know the game. Mm -hmm. These people have actually played at the highest level. Yeah. And many of them actually played against both of them. Mm -hmm. Well, not many of them. A decent amount played against both of them. But many of them have actually, if not all of them, have played against him and LeBron. I'm him and Kobe. Right? And to this day, actual NBA players, it is legit like 50-50, low-key, 60-40. They say Kobe's better, which I disagree with. And I'm a Kobe fan. Mm. But like it's 50. Like it's it's one person who's say Kobe, one person say LeBron, and they all say Jordan's better. If every and these are people that play at the highest level, do we not have to, as as regular quote unquote citizens, have to put some stock in the fact that the people that you would think know the game best mostly unanimously agree that one person is better? Yeah, but does that I not hold weight? I, it, it does hold weight, but I credit it to a point you made: their age. They are they are older people who watched Jordan, saw Jordan, felt Jordan. Okay, so then what about the so, two that played against Kobe and LeBron? And that and that's not watching; that's playing against them. And it is a debate half fifty fifty. Sometimes the low key players be swaying more to Kobe. So here's, and and we all not all, but like most can really argue and back up the facts from accolades and all nine. That LeBron, like LeBron's the second best ever. Kobe's, we be struggling to put him top five. But the players that have played against them, they say they don't want to hear a top three, and Kobe's not mentioned. Yeah, they all say that, right? So I'll give you examples of uh, the Kobe's and LeBron's, right? Younger and older players. Well, older, younger players and young, young players. Shea and Tatum love Kobe to death. Shea said Kobe the goat, bro. Shea and Tatum Shea said Kobe a better Mike. Shea and Tatum love Kobe to death. They're like older, younger players, like around our age. D book as well. They, they, D book, another one around our. Literally, I think they're all ninety seven, maybe ninety six. Like they're, we could have went to school with them. Played. Tatum's younger, ninety eight, bro. 98, baby. Exactly. So like they're they're literally us, right? Mm -hmm. And then now, younger kids, Kate Cunningham, Paolo Bancaro literally heard them say lebron's their goat that's the guy they they love they idolize. like like that even uh uh somebody who is also see, our age see, right so, so that's that's those are like the the as you said the younger younger players and older young players 
I'm not really talking about them. I'm talking about the people because LeBron got drafted in 03. Kobe and retired till 2016. Uh, 13 years of they of them being in the league at the same time. I'm talking about the hundreds of actual players that have been on the court against both of them. They've guarded both of them. They've watched them up close, both of them. And it is nip and tuck who they think is actually better. LeBron will put up the stats, but ask Steven Jackson who he thinks is better. Having to actual go up against them. Like I'm just saying that like, I gotta ask someone like if, if, if if you said D Wade? I gotta ask someone like D Wade. I, I don't even know. I don't know I who think, D Wade is. I think D Wade was asked his question and I think he gave a political answer. Bro, yeah. I, I, I think no that's, that's so, a proper no, thing. I think for him he to said do. no here, so I, so he we can look it up to fact check. I don't wanna be saying like I'm Kobe. Mm. I think he said Kobe, but he made sure in his answer to say that like LeBron's his like draft mate. Yes. LeBron's his like his true contemporary. Like he would have a hard time like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. saying just like when everyone asks who's better, Michael or LeBron. Mm-hmm. D Wade has literally laughed in their face and said, "What are you talking about? Mike's the goat." Yeah. But he also talked to a kid from Chicago, so that Chicago, was dumb. <laughs> but like he was like Kobe was who he like looked up to. So when he came into the league, Kobe was the mark he yeah. was trying to get yeah, to. Of course, that yeah. was the guy. That was his guy. Yeah. So like. To ask him who's better is kind of unfair because mm-hmm. you feel me. So like, I don't know if D Wade's the best person to ask. I think I think a, because he he's conflicted. You could ask, ask Paul Pierce too because Paul Pierce. That's not a good body. person to ask either because Paul Pierce just genuinely hates LeBron. <laughs> like th- like there's a genuine no seriously. So the problem is like uh, you have to find someone that doesn't have no a, bias, a, no, bias. A, no bias because but Paul Pierce, mm. Kobe's his like his guy. Mm-hmm. They came in similar times. They were mm-hmm. kind of grew up together in the league. And LeBron's the guy who Paul Pierce kind of thinks uh Paul Pierce, the, the young the young buck that came up. The, the, the young came, buck that came up. Paul, and Paul Pierce did have his way in the beginning. And, and Paul Pierce also believes that like like LeBron stacked the deck because he couldn't beat me. Like, yeah, right. You which, feel is, me? which is kind of yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sure. It goes both sides right, because right, what? Like right. you had Kevin Garnett and Ray yeah, Allen and yeah, Rondo, exactly. And he had Drew Gooden and Mo Williams and Ugalskis. It's so like, what do you want him to do? Like, right. like, like, and I, that means to, to Paul Pierce's credit, though, uh, it did take LeBron going absolute blood mode because yeah. even with that new stack team against an older Boston team, they was down three two. So like, oh, Paul Pierce, game six, right? Game six, game he six. went crazy. So like Paul Pierce really believes that like LeBron's not all that. But like Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce also thought he had a better uh, career than Dwayne Wade. Way. So like, <laughs> you, can, you got to take it with a grain of salt. What Paul so, Pierce be saying? Yeah, no, he's he's crazy. So the 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 point I like to take away that I like a lot that you said is it is a generational thing. I do I have been preaching it. I do think next 20, 30 years, LeBron will start to become the goat, right? And Jordan will be a, uh, an afterthought. And, and I'll be the old man yes, fighting. I was going to say, mm-hmm. we, we will have to be the young one. Like, I'll have to reluctantly be the one to be like, I, I love and respect your opinion, but there, there's some bald guy that was wild in Chicago. Yeah. Um, but here's, but here's my thing, though, to, to, to really say that, like, how Mike's the goat is like, you see how it's a generational thing, yeah? And we are eventually going to be the old heads to say, well, Mike, the, bro, even the old heads succumb to the fact that Mike was the goat. 
Yeah. And they were the ones that were going so hard for Wilt and the Bills and UNC Elgin Magic play and and, yeah. and and Magic and Larry. And then even you know them had to say, I ain't going. Bro, I've heard people say, hey, man, how y'all have a top five and don't have Dr. J? Like I'm talking about yeah. super old heads, yeah, bro. Like you ain't see, watch. like yeah. you ain't yeah, see him that. play, and yeah. even them though yeah. succumb yeah. to the fact that Mike, mm-hmm. who was once upon a time the new kid on the block, mm-hmm. even them was like, I ain't gonna lie. Is that kid? No, right? I've heard that, that. guy. That guy, <laughs> MJ, he different. <laughs> that yeah. that speaks something though. No, 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 for sure. I, I think I think they, they're gonna bring up people like no, you can't, you can't, you can't bring up a thing and not bring up. Uh, Steph or or, or your, they, they, it's gonna change. Yeah, it's, change. It's it's gonna be fun though to see it. Um, we got a couple of minutes left. I I don't want to not bring these teams up. I'll just say them. You can bring up your your one two minute points. My surprises. Two teams come to mind. No thoughts. No questions. Sacramento Kings. Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. The Utah Jazz were not even supposed to win ten games this season, and they might make the playoffs. Sacramento. Sacramento's been rocking. Um, they look like the Vladi Divac, Doug Christie, Chris Mike Weber, Bibby, Mike Bibby, light Sacramento. The beam, light the beam. Light the beam. They are wilding right now. Uh, me and Reggie have both agreed to it. Like a playoff game there is probably like on the level of like TD, uh, Madison. Must see TV. Them Cowboys like, be going crazy mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Bro, mm-hmm. bro it's it, it's sick over there. Mm-hmm. But to those two teams, I don't know how they're doing it. Laurie Marketing, certified All Star this year. If he doesn't make it, it's a travesty. Okay. It's a travesty. Like I, I somebody got to get snubbed that hasn't played enough, or, or if you want to give it to them in an injury replacement, I don't care how you do it. You were able to get Dejounte Murray in the All Star game in uh, year, a San Antonio. Right? Yeah. You need to get Laurie Marketing in the All Star game. It's, this it's year. in Salt Lake City. They're, they're always gonna have one representative from the from the. You home have to. Team. You have to. They usually try to trickle it in in the skills challenge and stuff like that. No, yeah, no, nah, nah, he's, he's gonna. Make he has to be in the game. In the game. How about you, Reg? Um, I mean, he named honestly two good ones. Mm. I would say Indiana. Oh, that's they're not bad. That's not the bad. The seventh seed in the East right now. That's not bad. Tyrese Halliburton legitimately has the Pacers the seventh seed, and we were thinking they could trade Miles Turner and tank for Victor. Mm. And that's not he bad. literally has them balling. Like Indiana has beaten some teams where you're just like, how in the world do they do that? They're playing well. They're playing hard. Tyrese has ascended to officially. He's a consistent. He he will be a consistent All Star from this point on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's that guy now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Indiana has been a huge surprise. So I'll leave it at that. That's for me, that's for me uh, is um what you gonna call it the Pacers and Utah. Only Utah because to your early point, they lost Gobert and they lost Donovan Mitchell. Bro. There's a lot of people, a lot of pieces that went away. Drake Crowder was once a part a part of that team. So a lot of pieces he was. has left. So Royce O'Neal, uh, Royce O'Neal too. So Joe uh, in a sense, you would think that oh Utah would not be that as good because they lost two All Stars, but not. They compete. They come play hard. They have young guns like Laurie, like you said, Laurie Market. He's still young. Just want to compete, want to come play. And the Pacers, yo, Tyler, I don't know what's going on in Indiana, but they just, I feel like all the pieces fit. They run and gun. They play together. It makes sense. When I'm watching them play against the Knicks, it's like they just pick apart our defense and then just know what to do. So, I mean, ain't pretty plug. Oh, right, right. All right, all right. And Wait, I, I, want, I want last real, real quick. Yeah. It's a surprise because it's a disappointment. Oh, well, for who? The Toronto Raptors are absolute ass. Yeah, they were going to be one of my disappointments. <laughs> it's disgusting. No, seriously, real brief. Real brief. You have two all-stars on that team. Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam. You have the reigning rookie of the year in Scotty Barnes. And you have a 3 and D guy in Gary Trent. And you have a championship head coach in Nick Nurse. And you are currently 11th in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they it were. is disgusting. <laughs> they were. What they're doing is a travesty. 
Canada should be ashamed of themselves. There's no reason oh boy, Toronto should be the 11th seed in the Eastern Conference with the team that they have. Look up to the team top to bottom. They have a bunch of long, rangy defenders. Yeah. You have two all-stars. and you yeah. have. A t- There's no reason you should be this bad. They are garbage. Should, I'm should, surprised at how garbage they are, and they are disappointment. They cover two categories. This should be in contention. Disgusting. Yeah. I, they were going to be I a got. disappointment, but I was like, I already said three teams. But yeah, definitely. Toronto. Yeah. Garbage, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, Canada. All right, y'all. Uh, this has been 94 Feet. Your boys, Eli, Mike, and Reg. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to have more guy. for y'all. Y'all have a good one. God bless the troops. God bless the troops.